Thank you for that. Let's go to Matthew, uh, two places, Matthew chapter number 5, and as well as Ezekiel chapter number 22. Uh, Matthew chapter number 5 is where we're going to start, uh, and then we're going to go over into uh, Ezekiel 22 and try to be quick tonight. Uh, pray for me. I've got a killer headache, uh, and, uh, and so I had to go rest my head a little bit ago, uh, and uh, it's just it's what happens when you have a big head. Your neck gets tired, and, uh, and uh, it just kind of wears you out by the uh, mid-afternoon. Uh, and uh, so two things I got to do. I gotta, if I don't have a beard, I have to shave twice and take a nap to rest my neck uh, from my big head and, uh, and, uh, in the afternoon. But uh, so pray for me so I get through uh, the message tonight with clarity. Uh, and uh, try to help you. I want to uh, preach a message tonight. Uh, it, could be two, it could be titled two things. Uh, one, one title, we'll, we could call it uh, Man Up. All right, Man Up. Uh, and uh, you'll see where we're going with that here in a minute. Uh, but the, the other title, which I think we'll probably put on uh, the message uh, here tonight, uh, is uh, simply um, called Pass the Salt with a question mark. Uh, Pass the Salt. All right. I'm going to explain what that phrase means. Uh, it's, uh, you have to have an urban dictionary anymore um, uh, today, uh, I do at least, uh, to find out what all the young people are saying. Uh, and uh, the other day, well, let me read my text. Let's all stand. We'll read my text, uh, and I'll explain a little bit of a backstory uh, from verse number 13. The Bible says this. It says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt hath lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and trodden under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, uh, and it giveth light unto all the house. Let your light so shine before men uh, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message tonight. Uh, please, in Jesus' name, uh, amen. You may be seated. And uh, just bear with us. We're going to try to, we're going to be monkeying with the sound system just a little bit tonight to try to get a little more uh, oomph uh, out of uh, that. Uh, and so if it squeaks here in a minute or whatever, we get a little bit of feedback. Uh, and uh, you just be patient uh, with it. More patient than me. Uh, <laughs> you be patient with it. Uh, and we will, we will get through it uh, here uh, a little bit. Uh, the other day, I was, um, uh, I was making my way over to uh, McClendon's uh, Hardware. Uh, near my house there on Canyon Road. Uh, and as I was um, in traffic, by the way, traffic is picked up. There's a lot of people out there, which is a blessing because uh, it means people are back uh, to work and, and all that is good. But this, I think it was Saturday, I think uh, is when it was, or Friday or Saturday. Uh, and <clears throat> uh, there was, uh, you got several lanes that are there and, uh, and uh, there was a guy trying to get over from the left lane. I don't know where he was going, uh, but he was just uh, irate. Uh, he's trying to get over, and people weren't letting him in. And, uh, and he's got, um, you know, no signal on or whatever, and so he kind of gets over. I'm just kind of watching it, you know. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he just, like, pulls right in front of me uh, and then pulls into the Safeway uh, to get gas or whatever. Uh, so uh, I followed him in uh, and uh, in, into there. And, and, uh, and so uh, as uh, he... He pulls into a gas thing, and I kind of pull in between the two cars, and he gets out to walk over to go into uh, the little kind of convenience store thing that they've got at Safeway Gas Pumps. Uh, and I said, hey, uh, I said, uh, your blinker's not working. 
And uh, because I legitimately thought his blinker, because there was no lights, his left tail light was working, uh, brake light, uh, as he was kind of tapping through there. And so for me, he's getting mad at everybody else for not letting him in, but has no idea uh, that his uh, right tail light or in, in directional signal are out. And so, <laughs> so, I, so I, I pull in and he's walking. I said, hey, uh, I said, your tail, oh, I said, hey, brother, like I said this morning, I said, hey, brother, I said, hey, bro, I said, your taillight's not working, and he gives me, and he gives me uh, the I'm number one sign, uh, and, uh, and here's what I heard from somebody else in the parking lot somewhere. They said, that was salty. They said, that was salty, and, uh, and so that means for all of us old fogies, uh, and uh, it means when you say that somebody is salty, that uh, means someone's irritated, uh, or they're angry, uh, or they're hostile, uh, or they're easily triggered, uh, uh, and, uh, and they're starting perhaps to offend someone. And so I didn't know if they were referring to me uh, as that I was being salty uh, because I was irritated at him, or if it was uh, he was being salty, uh, because he was irritated uh, at me. Uh, nevertheless, uh, someone said, uh, that was salty. And so, the, you know, I said, no, I, I said, your taillight is out. And he, like I said, told me I was number one. Uh, and then he walked in, as he's, he turns to walk to go in, I said, you're welcome. <laughs> um, you know, he didn't say thank you or anything else. Uh, and, uh, and you say, pastor, you can't do stuff like that. Uh, you're going you're gonna to get in a, a, a fight or somebody's going to whatever. But here's, the, here's kind of the, as I'm building to my text I'm going to, um, it's people need to speak up more. Uh, we, are, we are living in a day and time where it's not just, it's not political correctness. Political correctness is not the problem. That went out the window years and years ago. Uh, I mean, I, the, other, the other day, now it's like they're going to, like, in Seattle, uh, they're going to take everything. Like, you can't be a police chief uh, because that's a derogatory term. Uh, and uh, and uh, all, it, it just, there's, there's no end to it uh, ever, and I have no hope uh, that, uh, that there will be. So it's not political correctness. It's people are just afraid. And part of the whole kind of issue and problem is that when you speak up, uh, people try to intimidate you uh, and, and yell profanities at you, and et cetera, et cetera, and just on and on. I watched a video this week of a, a girl that was given uh, somebody uh, what for uh, at the end of a sidewalk in front of someone's house, uh, and as she reached down on her, on her phone to call someone, the police or whatever, uh, the guy had a skateboard, and he just laid her out. Uh, she wasn't looking, hit her right in the face and just dropped her right where she stood and then turned around to walk back. And the video records everybody in the, in the video laughing. And it's like, oh, she disrespects me or whatever. Uh, and you know, watched another video this afternoon of a guy standing in Macy's uh, and, uh, on his telephone. And somebody's recorded another person that just went up uh, and just uh, sucker punched him. And laid him out on the floor, uh, and it's just video after video after video, and it's, there's, a, there's no end to it. So here's what happened. You can't say anything 
because somebody is going to yell you, scream you down, uh, and do whatever. I can't. It's like, hey, you're, 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 you know, you're, you know. I, I, I have people roll their window down to tell them they've got a flat tire. I'll be like, hey, roll your window down, and you almost got to be ready for like a shootout, uh, and uh, because you just never know what's going to be. I say, hey, um, hey, your tire's flat. And, uh, and everybody is on edge, you can't say anything. And what it has done is it caused, it's caused people who should stand up and say things to not say anything at all. And then it just gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse. I'm not saying you've got to just stand up and you know, poke people in the eyes or whatever. And you might not be the person who would just say, hey, uh, you know, you're blinker. But they almost caused an accident, several. <laughs> and they needed to know uh, because they're getting mad at everybody else. But, as, but you do that. Uh, and then you, you know, you are the bad guy. But it, so the phrase was, "Hey, um, that was salty," uh, and uh, which means in today's young people talk uh, that somebody is irritated, uh, somebody is uh, is hostile, uh, and it was either me or it was him. But there's all kinds. There's there's enough hostility to go around today uh, on on every day. Now the Bible says we are to be salt. All right, and that's what kind of brought my mind to these texts was that phrase, and so we need to be salty. Uh, and and what I mean by that is there's when when we when good people don't speak up, when the the problem I believe all my heart is that Christians have just silently taken everything for years and years. Can't pray in school. Can't do this. Can't uh, you know? Hey, there's a no soliciting sign. Can't you read? And, uh, and with the intent to go, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, I, I, in fact, I can read in, in apologies uh, on apologies uh, for walking through your neighborhood spreading the gospel. You can't, you can't say, if, if I was to say, you know what? I'm exercising uh, my freedom of religion to do that, and it doesn't matter if there's a no soliciting sign. I'm not soliciting. Uh, and uh, and when, I, when I say that I even say anything like that, I'll have members of our church and people on the Internet or whatever think, uh, think that I'm just being too salty, too, too negative, uh, and uh, we've got to reach people with the gospel, and, and we do. Uh, but, uh, but there's nowhere in the Bible uh, that tells God's people that they're just supposed to uh, be quiet and, uh, and, and take it on the chin. That when the Bible says to turn the other cheek, uh, that was a, an expression that was made uh, to the people who God was talking to. Uh, and uh, Jesus at the time, uh, God in the flesh, uh, saying they understood that. Phrase, to slap somebody was a huge insult. But that doesn't mean you just let people beat you up. You've got to stand for something, and you've, got to, and you've got to speak up and man up and lady up, I guess I'll put it that way, uh, and speak your mind. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, of course, obviously, uh, in today's day and time, uh, you just, you know, you just, you've got to be on your toes because, because you can just simply say, hey, sir, I hope you have a nice day. And it's like, what do you mean by that? And they're going to smack you in the face with a skateboard. Uh, because uh, they just want to show you. I've had it time and time again. Hey, uh, what are you looking at? You got a problem? Uh, and just time and time, you can't say nothing. Uh, what are you looking at? Nothing. What are you calling me? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's craziness. All right. But God says we're salt and light. I'm using that phrase. Now let's go back to Ezekiel chapter number 22. 
And here we find a, uh, there's, we oftentimes don't read the entire chapter, and I'm not going to read all of it. I'm going to point some things out along the way. Uh, and uh, and if, I, if I do that long enough, my headache will feel better, and I'll preach till about eight uh, here tonight. Uh, but um, we have a portion of Ezekiel, the last couple of verses, in verse 30 and verse 31. Let's look at it for a second. Uh, Ezekiel 22, verse 30, the Bible says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me uh, for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore have I poured out mine indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way uh, have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. Uh, The thing with the Lord, especially in this context of Ezekiel, was he was going to judge. Uh, and he had told the prophet to prophesy and to preach this. And there were several uh, kind of prophets that were contemporary at the time, uh, Jeremiah uh, being one of them. And, and so you think, well, maybe Jeremiah could stand in the gap or Ezekiel could stand in the gap or Isaiah uh, could stand in the gap. Uh, but there was a question that says, I couldn't find anyone to stand in the gap. And part of it was, like, let's, let's take Jeremiah, for example. Uh, they would you know, mock him. He's the weeping prophet. He would preach and nobody would listen. He didn't have uh, the, the influence, if you will. He wasn't a leader uh, uh, and, uh, that people would follow. Uh, and, uh, and so he wasn't the one uh, that God... And you think about the story of Sodom and Gomorrah uh, and, uh, and how God would say, if I just find this many righteous... This many righteous, and they whittle it down. Uh, and, uh, but here God says, if I can find one righteous person, uh, one, one man who will stand in the gap uh, and, uh, and preach against and stand against the nonsense that is going on in Israel, then I'm going to spare, I'd spare the city. Uh, but God couldn't find one. And, uh, and I want to point out just a couple of things about this, uh, uh, this uh, chapter uh, with the people. So let's go back and quickly, uh, verse number 1 of chapter number 22. Uh, we see a defiled people. Now, the, the reason I'm going to mention these and run down a list of stuff, hopefully you can write them down, is because there's a lot of parallels uh, to the day and time that we're living in. Um, we live in a dark time. It's a sinful, wicked, vile, just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff uh, every single day. Uh, and it's almost, it's like every day something, something new uh, and, and more appalling uh, and, and, and more ter- We had uh, in Seattle people getting shot yesterday uh, and uh, we got people uh, hanging statues from light poles by the neck. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and boy, uh, it, depending on what statue and who, who you do that to, uh, it, there's a whole lot of takeaways that people can have. And it's just, there, we, are, we are a an incident, um, one incident close to just pandemonium again. And just when we figure out everything and stuff will settle down, then we're going to have judgments and uh, uh, all kinds of different, and, peop- and people are just going to, I'm anticipating it. I don't think things are going to get better in America. I think things are only going to get worse overall. Uh, I wish that America could have revival. Uh, and, uh, but uh, but it's, it's, if, if we don't preach uh, and if we don't stand up, we're just not going to, the answer isn't Trump. Uh, the answer isn't politics. The answer isn't police reform. The answer is none of that stuff. The answer is Jesus uh, and God wants. So there's an application about standing in the gap 
when it comes to uh, soul winning and being a witness, being salt and light, uh, that's important. But look, let's run down a list of stuff here in this passage. It's a defiled uh, people. It says in verse 1, Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Now thou son of man, wilt thou judge? Wilt thou judge the bloody city? Yea, thou shalt show her all her abominations. Uh, here's, what, here's what men of God did in the Scripture. They preached against sin, uh, and, they, and they showed people their abominations. They didn't, they didn't pull any punches. They didn't soft soap anything. Uh, and you can't do it today. Uh, and uh, you, can't, you can't say anything. Pastor, uh, if you, if you uh, and I've had it, I've had people leave our church uh, because I have confronted people on the internet, uh, because I have stood for certain things, and that you just can't do that. People just don't want it, and you just, people are going to think ill of you. Uh, and I don't really care what people think about me. We need people to, to say what is right and what is wrong. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, if, if you don't want me doing it, then you need to do more of it. <laughs> if, you're, if you're concerned about me, uh, you know, saying stuff or whatever and calling things what they are, uh, then, say, then you, you do it for me. You stand up for me. Uh, and, uh, and it's just, uh, I, I'm not going to go in, uh, and, uh, and, and just follow uh, all this crazy stuff that's going on. Uh, I am um, uh, of descent. Uh, my, family's, my family were immigrants. They came to this country after the Emancipation Proclamation was passed. Uh, slavery in America was abolished when my ancestors came to this country. And there are millions and millions and millions and millions of people. There's probably most of the people in this room. Uh, there's like uh, in uh, uh, whatever, I guess, 1890 um, to 1930, uh, there were 4.6 million um, uh, people that came from Ireland. And uh, 4.5 million that came from Germany. A uh, million seven that came from here and two million from there. Uh, from Hungary, there was millions. And you think of there's phase after phases after phases uh, of immigrants that come to this country. Uh, but uh, I've got Christian pastors, Bible-believing pastors, who are telling, uh, telling me uh, that I need to apologize uh, for something that my ancestors had no say in or, or, or even a part of. And they say that's the, that's the, way, that's the, that's the way that we... Uh, that we start the whole healing process and whatever. I'm not going to apologize for things that, uh, that I've not done. But you can't say it. I'm saying it now and people are going to see it on the internet. Uh, but, but I just, I'm, I'm, I'm up to here with it. And, and, uh, and so you've got to say, when somebody says that stuff to you, you got to say, you know what, that's just dumb. And uh, it, it just is. There's been, when uh, there's, what do we have, 330 million people in America? Uh, and uh, you just go back. All you got to do is go to the Google and just type in immigration timeline in the Google search. And you can see when everybody came here in the records. And there's a whole lot of people. Uh, and, uh, uh, but but we've, I see videos uh, of people making people kneel in front of them and kiss their boots uh, and apologize uh, for, for things that have, and, and they do it with intimidation. And I, and I, and I just can't do that. And so, so we've got to stand 
uh, for what is right. Uh, and so here the thing, there's a gross abuse of power uh, in this city. It says, verse 3, Then say thou, thus saith the Lord God, the city sheddeth blood uh, in the midst of it, that her time may come, and maketh idols against herself to defile herself. Thou art become guilty in thy blood, and thou hast shed and hast defiled thyself in thine idols. Which thou hast made, thou hast caused thy days to draw near, and art come even unto the years. Therefore have I made thee a reproach unto the heathen, and a mocking to all the countries. Uh, they in Israel at the time, he says, you're going to preach, or Ezekiel, you've got to call this stuff out. Uh, and uh, there's a gross abuse of power. There is idolatry. Uh, there is murder. Uh, and by the way, if uh, when we begin to, um, I guess, despise God uh, in our culture, uh, then people will begin to undervalue human life. Uh, we've removed prayer from schools. We've done all these different things. And, uh, and uh, we, it, it's, it's a no wonder uh, in a lot of ways uh, why people think the way. And it's, again, uh, you know, we can, the whole adage of being created in God's image versus uh, the different types of religions. Like, uh, to me, evolution is a religion. Uh, and uh, this, uh, this whole, uh, you know, um, movement and anarchy and all that, all that's a religion. Uh, they want you to, to believe the way that they believe and, uh, and, uh, and on and on and on. There's abuse of power, idolatry, there's murder. We can read on about shedding blood. In this passage of Scripture, verse 7, And thee have they set light by father and mother. In the midst of thee have they dealt by oppression with the stranger. There was disobedience to, uh, to, to parents. Uh, and, uh, and there was tyranny uh, that is mentioned here in this, this land. Uh, it says, In thee have they vexed the fatherless and the widow. In that culture, in Hebrew culture, uh, hospitality and taking care of people was high up. Uh, on the scale of what they were expected to do. Uh, and he's saying they have they're, they're vexed uh, the fatherless and the widow. Uh, and uh, it says, verse 8, Thou hast despised mine holy things and hast profaned my, my Sabbath. They, there's profanity uh, and uh, in profaning the things of God. God had, uh, had presented himself and, and, and walked with them and talked with them and his presence was there. Uh, and when they profaned, and despise holy things. It was like, like, like uh, such an affront to God uh, for all that he had done. Uh, and uh, it was like, so he's running down a list of the abominations that Israel had committed. Uh, they spoke evil in verse 9. And thee are men that carry tales to shed blood. There was murderous and uh, in, uh, intrigues and, uh, and the whole kind of uh, idea of, uh, of uh, those who were uh, wanting to commit mischief. Uh, the Bible teaches us uh, there was unchastity and adultery. Verse number 10, in thee have thy, uh, they discovered that their father's nakedness. In thee have they humbled her that was set apart for pollution. And one hath committed abomination with his neighbor's wife. And on and on and on. Uh, there was judicial bribery. Look at verse number 12. In thee have they taken gifts to shed blood. Thou hast taken usury and increase, and thou hast greedily gained of thy neighbors by extortion. Uh, there was not one uh, upright judge that remained in the land of Israel. Wickedness uh, had spread and infected every office and every rank. Uh, and when I read that, I think, that's just how life is today. Uh, there is, uh, you know, I, I'm a conservative, Republican, et cetera, all that kind of stuff, but there's not an honest politician out there. 
Uh, and, uh, and I almost think when you get down to, you know, whatever, I mean, probably one of the most corrupt city councils uh, in all of America is in Seattle. I mean, I mean you, it doesn't mean have to be the president. I mean, you, take it, you just take it uh, down uh, into the local municipalities, uh, and it's just it's corruption uh, and, and bribery and nonsense, just like it was back then. And God says you need, to, you need to set them straight, and you need to expose and tell them about what their abominations are. There was uh, an, a dishonesty. Uh, an avarice, uh, if you will. Uh, the Bible says there was a forgetfulness. The second part of verse number 12, it says, And hast forgotten me, saith uh, the Lord. Uh, these were a people uh, that were a defiled people. Uh, this was a people that, as we read from verse number 13 on, they were a doomed people because God said He was going to judge them. Now, one of the reasons why I believe uh, judgment, as he laid it out there, was going to come, and it did, uh, was number one, uh, that God said that he was going to do it. Verse number 14, he says, Can thine heart endure, or can thine hands be strong in the days that I shall deal with thee? I, the Lord, have spoken it, and will do it. So, so God said, I said I'm going to judge you. Uh, and, uh, and I'm going to do it, uh, and that is what God did. Uh, we also see it was from a, a lack of dedication, and I'll get to that here in a second. He couldn't find somebody, and there was a, a, a lawlessness uh, that was there. They were a doomed people, but they were also a debased people. Uh, look at verse number 23, down through verse number 27. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, say unto her, Thou art the land that is not cleansed, nor reigned upon in the day of indignation. There is a conspiracy of her prophets in the midst of her, like a roaring lion ravening the prey. They have devoured souls. They have taken treasure and precious things that have made her many widows in the midst thereof. Her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things. They have put no difference between the holy and profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean and have hid their eyes from my Sabbaths and I am profaned among them. Her princes in the midst thereof are like wolves, ravening the prey to shed blood and destroy souls and get dishonest gain. Uh, they were debased. Uh, and, and that's really how I feel uh, we're at in our country, in our community, in our area here, a, a level of debasement uh, to where, where, I mean, what kind of a person um, knocks, uh, and to me, it should be attempted murder. When you, lay, when you lay a female teenager out in the face with a skateboard, they ought to be arrested, and they're looking for these. And again, it's like a, 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 a 73-year-old woman uh, uh, hit in the face on a, uh, in, in New York. And I mean, I mean, I could go on and on and on. You've seen, you've seen the news. But, but, but there's a part of us that we don't even want to look at the news and see the news because it's, it's story after story. And it's like, how you know, what kind of a person does that? A debased person. Uh, a person who, who uh, is um, um, lost. Uh, and, and enraged, uh, and, and like, a, like a wolf uh, ravening their prey. Uh, and, uh, and God says, we need people who are going to stand up against that. It doesn't mean that you've got to run for city government or, uh, or whatever and on and on. Uh, you just got to say, hey, that is not right. And by the way, men, uh, if, uh, if, you see, if you see a, f- a female, uh, in particular in that story, get laid out with some, by some teenage punk with a skateboard, you better step in. 
Uh, and uh, one of the things that bothers me most about all these videos is that somebody's recording it and not doing anything. Somebody's just standing by. And, and I think if that person dies, I mean, there's good Samaritan laws if you step in and whatever and somebody gets, uh, you know, somebody passes on because you're trying to help them. Uh, but to not help somebody? They stopped people in, in Seattle, uh, whatever, was it, last night I even didn't lose uh, you know, a track of when it was. People got shot. One person died, another person was injured, and they stopped the police from going in there. And somebody apparently, chat, you know, CHOP, has got its own medical team because some CHOP medic uh, dropped a dead body off uh, and, uh, from, from Capitol Hill. It's crazy. I watched a guy, uh, they took his, he's standing in his car, and they took his car keys away and stole his money, and he's just screaming for help, and all these people just walking by, uh, he's like, I need the police, he's just screaming at the top of his lungs and telling people to get away, and they say, hey, you're just having a bad day. I'm not having a bad day. The house gets broken in, everything's stolen from their house, uh, and, and, and they call the cops and say, or whatever, they're complaining that other things got stolen, and, they're, uh, and they tell them, you know what, your things didn't get stolen. They're just kind of repurposed. Somebody else needed them more than you need them. And so you've got to just look at it like an uh, like a, a unsolicited donation. I mean, we are, it's, it's like la-la land. It's kooky. Uh, and, uh, and, and, but you know why that is? It's just people are, are sinners. Uh, and, uh, and so we say, no, that is wrong. That is not, that is not right. Uh, and it is wicked and it is evil. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but if you go up there into, into Capitol Hill and you preach that, then they're going to choke you out uh, and drag you out of, this, uh, you know, out of uh, their, uh, you know, beyond their borders uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, kick you out. So it's a debased people. Uh, but we, let's, let's read on here so I, I don't get <laughs> too bogged down here. Verse 27. Uh, verse 28, rather. And her prophets have uh, daubed them with untempered mortar, seeing vanity and divining lies, and saying to them, Thus saith the Lord, when the Lord hath not spoken. Deceitful. Um, earlier this morning, and it, and, and it just, what, you know, call it whatever you want. I read it, and it incensed me. Uh, where a pastor is like, you know, we need to do this, and, 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 uh, and we need to apologize to people, and, uh, and taking verses completely out of context uh, from the Old Testament where it's talking about uh, the sins of their fathers, it was this, they were participating, it was their sins and the sins of their fathers. And uh, that in uh, twisting the word of God uh, and what they were doing is exactly what the priest did in this past scripture in verse number 28, daubing uh, them with untempered mortar uh, and divining lies and saying things that God said when God didn't say it. God has never told us in the Bible to just, to, to just lay down and take it. There's nowhere in the Bible does God tell us to do that. We should have grace speech and we should be tactful and be kind and, and pray and love and whatever. Uh, but, uh, but we need to call sin, sin and call out wickedness, call it what it is uh, and just say, hey, uh, remember, remember back in the old days uh, when somebody would, you know, um, say something sassy to some grandma on a train and everybody on the train is like, hey, you know, give her your seat, um, watch your mouth. Uh, and, and whatever, and they do that, now they let them assault them, and they don't even say anything. Uh, and uh, so we need men 
uh, who are, are going to be a little more salty, uh, if I um, can use that terminology, uh, and, uh, and uh, from you know, hearing that, uh, look it down further, verse 29, the people of the land have oppressed and exercised robbery and have vexed the poor and the needy, yea, they have oppressed the strange, stranger uh, wrongfully. Uh, and uh, we find here a disappointing people, verse number 30. I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me uh, for the land that I should not destroy it, uh, but I found none. God could not find one man in Israel who was dedicated enough to oppose the wickedness of Israel. Um, it's, it's not just, we've got to preach the gospel to people. That's important. Obviously, people need the Lord, and we need to spread the gospel. Uh, but we're also to, we're to stand in the gap and call out wickedness. Calling it what it is. Uh, and uh, and God's, God couldn't find one person uh, in all of the land that would stand in the gap and prevent judgment from coming. Uh, not one person that would be salty enough to help purify their society. He couldn't find one. Now here's uh, another expression, and I'm almost done. Um, there's like, hey, um, that was salty. Why do you got to be so salty? Uh, here's some signs that you're a salty person. Uh, you, uh, you try to find flaws in people. You're just salty. Uh, always pointing out the bad things uh, in people. We've got to look at the good. Here's the thing about man. Man is, is depraved. There's nothing good in us. Everything that is good in us comes from God. Uh, and, uh, and, and so you're a salty person when you call out flaws and, uh, and, uh, and point things out. Uh, if, you have, uh, if, you have random, uh, if you have random outbursts of hostility, you are salty. Just say, you know, uh, for, for, for me, it was like, pull in and say, hey, um, uh, what was it um, in Texas? Um, a, group of, a group of young people come into a, into a convenience store uh, and budge in line. And the guy says, hey, there's a line here for a purpose. How many of you have said that before? I have. I said, hey, hey, there's a line here. There's a line here. And, uh, and you can't do that. Just people just budge in, uh, you know, uh, hey, excuse me, there's a line. Uh, you know, and they just, they'll just accost you. And so the guy leaves the convenience store, goes out, four people come over and beat the fire out of him. And a fifth one comes out of the store, kicks him in the face when he's on the ground. All because he said, there's a line for a reason. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, um, he shouldn't have said that. He's just being hostile. You just don't know what people are going to say. So we just, we just zip it. No, somebody's got to say, hey, um, how about when you, uh, one of the things that bugs me is when I, when I get, what doesn't matter if it's uh, in, waiting at the airport or whatever, uh, there's some 90-year-old woman standing there leaning up against the wall and there's, and there's teenagers that are sitting on the chairs. You know what you need to do is you say, hey, you need to get up and let her have a seat. Now, you might go over there and say, hey, there's a, there's a lady here and she needs your seat. Would you please? Uh, but I've done that and I've had people say, this is my seat. And, uh, and I say, and, and I'll, just, I'll just call them out. You know what? You're a punk. Yep. So, well, you're not going to reach them with the gospel if you call them a punk. They're not interested in what I got to say, period. But somebody's got to tell them that they're being rude and unkind and nasty and disrespectful. And, uh, I mean, we get in everything. The burn the flags and all the different craziness. 
uh, and uh, and uh, there's you know if you're just somebody who you just hate you're just hating on everyone's happiness uh, you're just being salty. But here's the other phrase: pass the salt. You just look it up in the Urban Dictionary. Pass the salt means forget about it. Uh, it means it means to get over it. Uh, and to move on, stop, or to cease. Uh, and so if I, was, if I was hanging around some cool young people the other day at Safeway, uh, inevitably I would have had some of them say, hey, Pastor Reno, you just need to pass the salt. Pass the salt. Move on. Don't, don't, uh, uh, don't you know, whatever. This is unnecessary uh, and to pass the salt. Here's, here's my thing. I'm not passing the salt. And neither should you. Uh, you need to take those times and those opportunities and say, hey, um, that's not right. And, uh, and uh, now, it, 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 how you say it is going to determine a whole lot of ways that they're going to respond. Uh, and, uh, and, you, and that's just that's the way it's always been. Uh, but you can't let people intimidate you. God says, I need one person to stand in the gap and call up the wickedness of Israel and God, and, and God couldn't find any. Somehow, some way, in American Christian culture, uh, it, is, it is now uh, Christians, pastors, just got to pass the salt. Just got to move on. Just got just to, just whatever, and, and you can't say anything, and you can't point it out, uh, because, uh, because that is hostile. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and what's more important is that they get saved. And it's important that people get saved, but it's a huge, humong- it's a humongous cop-out. And so we need people, Christians, to be salty, to, to, to have more salt, uh, and, to, and to say what needs to be said, uh, and, uh, and to stand up for people who are being victimized uh, and assaulted, uh, and, a, and just, and just it, it's, it's words, it's, it's, it's skateboards, it is two-by-fours, uh, it, uh, it, is, it is nonstop. And, uh, and so we can look at it all. And here's the thing. We can't just wait for it all to just go away. Because it doesn't. We've, we've gone through this stuff time and time and time again. It doesn't go away. We need leadership in our country uh, who, will, who, will, who will follow the law and enforce the law and arrest people. Uh, and, uh, um, and, you know, you call it whatever. It's rhetoric or whatever. It's salt. It's, being, it's calling out wickedness, and we need more of it, not less of it. So, um, I'm, I do my fair share of it. Uh, it may increase, uh, and, uh, and, and you might roll, an, uh, you, you roll your eyes back in your head and think, Pastor, you know, people aren't going to like you, uh, and uh, we're so far beyond that in America uh, it, it, it is. It is. I'd rather have a place that stands against wickedness and, and, and preaches the truth and, and, and sticks up for people and, and, and whatever uh, than to just kind of just you know uh, cower down and not say anything and uh, not be a, a, a offensive and whatever. Um, you know, it's uh, uh, we just have to do things a little bit different that way. I do and you do. Um, uh, this church has got to stand for something. You know, the churches in America that are getting a lot of grief. Uh, from the government and people and vandals and whatever, uh, are churches that have said, hey, we're going to have church. We're going we're gonna to do it God's way and not man's way. And, and immediately, uh, you just become a target for everything else. Now, I've not wanted to be a target 
and, I, and I've not purposely tried to poke people in the eyes about the, the shutdown and all this kind of stuff. But every day, like today, this is another day. I, I stop and get coffee. Um, hey, where are you going? I'm going to church. Well, well, when did you guys open up? We never stopped. And, uh, and people don't know what to do with that. There's some, of, some people like, oh, that's great. And you can just tell uh, they don't think because they're just trying to, you know, whatever. Now, they don't want to be salty. Uh, and, uh, and, but I've, I've had people tell me flat out that's wrong and, bomb, and uh, they had no problem doing that. Uh, and uh, we just need courage. Uh, and somebody got to, I need one person to stand in the gap. This is, it's not to, be, not to be a soul winner. Uh, we need to win souls. Uh, not to be whatever. Uh, this was to like stand in the, in the wall, in the gap, uh, and, and call it like it is uh, and say, you know, you're adulterers uh, and you're this and on and on and on and on and who runs down a list of stuff. And God said, I can't find any. And because, look at verse number 31. Therefore, I've poured out my indignation upon them. I have uh, consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their, their own way have I recompensed uh, upon uh, their heads. So, um, the moral of the story uh, is uh, God, I believe, personally, um, we need to man up. Uh, we need to stand in a gap, and we need more men uh, who just call uh, the, these cowardly acts, these violent things, call them for what they are. Uh, when, somebody, when somebody is racist, no matter, no matter what color you are, Racism is racism. And you say, you know what? You shouldn't talk like that. Uh, and uh, and uh, you shouldn't do that. Uh, when, when people throw out generalizations and all these different things, uh, and uh, uh, somebody going to come in front of you and tell you to get on your knees uh, and apologize to them. Uh, and uh, I hope you got enough courage to say, I'm not, I bow down to God. I'm not bowing down to you. Um, but beware, somebody might be swinging at you with something uh, because you've disrespected them. And, uh, and so I don't know what you're going to do, uh, but, uh, but God needs people to stand up. And, <clears throat> and by the way, you could take God completely out of the equation. Take your Bible, hide it, just pretend for a second uh, like, uh, like you didn't live by some moral code uh, that the Bible, you know, the Word of God that is there. It's, there's right and wrong. Everybody knows it. I mean, we, we know it comes from Scripture and the Judeo-Christian principles and everything else. Um, but uh, it, has never been, it has never been socially acceptable uh, uh, to smack vulnerable people in the face with weapons. There's never been a time where that's been okay. But now people get a pass. They're just, they're just, they're venting and enraged. They're enraged and they've had no outlet for their rage and, and we excuse it away um, and it's nonsense. And, uh, and so I'm saying it from the pulpit, uh, but I'll say it to a guy in Safeway parking lot uh, or uh, in a Starbucks, uh, you, know, uh, you know, wherever. Uh, it's just like, hey, um, that's, not, that's not cool. But... I guess I'm tired of seeing video after video after video of, of mobs of people stomping people to death. And, no, and nobody, just, nobody jumping in and trying to help somebody or protect them. 
And uh, everybody's just completely, absolutely afraid. And there's a fear, it's a stressor, and it's a good, that fight or flight that God builds in us. And I understand all of that. Um, but, you know, if you're like, Pastor, you know, I was there when that happened. I'm going to be like, what did you do? Did you step in? Try to help? Well, I'm, I want to do that. Why not? I mean, what's the answer to that? It's just, it's, it's, it's standing in the gap. And, and we need more of it, not less of it. Let's all stand and, uh, and uh, pray. We need to pray for our country and pray for our leadership. We need to pray for Washington State in, in all the, the craziness. Uh, we need to pray for um, our loved ones and people. If you've got daughters that travel on uh, public transportation or they're, they're commuting to work or, uh, and uh, it is just it's unsafe, uh, and we need to pray for safety for people. Uh, but let's, uh, above anything else that we're saying tonight in, in, the, in relation to this message, say, God help me to be the kind of person that will stand up for right, um, regardless of the circumstance. Uh, and whether you need to pray and ask God for boldness uh, or courage uh, or whatever it is, you just ask God for it because there's going to be times that you, in, you know, it's hard to imagine that, we're, that we would be in the place where we are at, in our culture, in our society. And you may be, uh, you may find yourself uh, in some terrible situation tomorrow uh, that if you're not prepared to face it, um, you're going to get caught off guard. So God, help me. Uh, to be a person who stands in the gap. As the panel begins to play, there's people who are already praying on there. You just say, God, help me to be that person. I need you know, strength, boldness. Uh, help me to say, it's like, you know, uh, if, you, if you feel like you need to say something and stand up for somebody, then say it. 